Hello and welcome to the Top Red Podcast with me, Dave. Joining me this week is the old rabble, and I'll get this right this time, Shane and Josh. How's it going? Well done. Uh-huh. I'm really good now that you got my name right. Well, you know. It only took five years or whatever. Well, listen, Blaine's off in fascist paradise, so... Um, we have to settle for you, Shane. I'm sorry. We should clarify that means Benidorm, not like <laughs> Italy or you know. I mean, what did you what what did you call it, Nigel Farage's sunniest constituency? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've not seen that. That's quite funny. Yeah, I've uh, I went to Benidorm once. This, this is somewhere I started off. Uh, yeah, I had the the. The experience of being in Benidorm because we're in college and we happen to have like some free time in the summer. We're like, oh, let's go on a holiday. And I just heard of Benidorm because I used to know like a load of fucking Scottish lads who it turns out are cretins and reprobates. And they would like, they're like, oh, Benidorm in their teens, they're going to summer. It's like, oh, yeah, apparently this place is like good crack. I was thinking it'd be like something like Tenerife or something. Oh, it's just fucking, as I said, it was more fucking Union Jacks than Spanish people there, like, so, and yeah, Blaine's there, Blaine Adorm, they're uh, calling it this week, and uh, we're here. Yeah, I, I, think, I think he's probably brought the average age of the place down, like, a good notch, just by his mere presence, to be fair. Um, But anyway, we can get into, you know, the Liverpool stuff. So we're coming at you after Liverpool's three-one victory. This isn't the first time this season we've come at them after a three-one victory. As I think it seems to be a pretty um, regular scholar for us. But yeah, we're coming at you after the three-one victory over West Ham over the weekend. Are we feeling? Are we feeling? more positive after this. I feel like we feel positive after the home games and then we go away and it's just kind of forced a bit. Well, you said it's 3-1, which is, I think that's our most common scoreline so far in this early stage of the season. Uh, and again, it followed a lot of the same kind of patterns as the other games of the season, except probably like a bit more, a bit better. Like, I think the XG is actually really similar to like Wolves, but... I don't think I came away from, whereas like at halftime at Wolves, as we talked about last week, we were like, Jesus, what, like, what is this? What is going to happen in the second half? Uh, I think if I remember our, our, I remember us in the group chat, we were all quite up. We were like, you know, we were moaning a bit because like, you know, we were going in one, one and a half time. Um, but I think we, I think I, I definitely, I was anyway, I was thinking like, you know, there's more goals in it for us there as there is in every game. Seemingly now, which is nice thing to to kind of to, to know that we can always score more. So, um, yeah, similar game, but I'd say to, to what to a lot of what I had this season. But maybe the positives are like the attack is just like fire, you know. So it's like we we are like such a threat. We're going to score uh, more than once in most games, and um, yeah, gave up chances because West Ham. I think as we covered our a good side, but we mainly limited them to, to headers, which is, you know, if you're going to concede shots in the box, at least let it be headers. Um, and the one that they do score is like a fucking brilliant finish. Uh, we could get into that, I suppose. But yeah, overall, pretty, pretty positive and happy. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, if you want to, if you want to pile in here and, and well, actually, why we're, why we're not as good as we think. No, I would say the one negative, well, it's probably not even a negative, to be honest, but the one worry, bearing in mind we've got Tottenham this coming weekend, is that number six role. I think I messaged the chat tonight at half-time saying, we, we, I think we need, we really need a number six. Um, and that, was, that wasn't predominantly because we were getting ran through, but it was predominantly because the crosses that West Ham were putting in, they weren't really on top of Allison. They were more towards the edge of the 18-yard box. And that's the kind of area where you'd no- normally have, say, a Fabinho, for example. Uh, we, we, There's just no presence there. Uh, that was the only issue for me out of the game. Uh, the goal they scored was just... I mean, it's a great header, isn't it? You could probably say Van Dijk should do better, but at the same time... like. 
nine times out of ten, are you expecting Jared Bowen to be getting to, on the end of that Nevermind score in it? Probably not. I was more bothered about the other chances that we can see that you could probably write off the set-piece one as, well, it's West Ham from set-pieces with James Ward-Prowse. They, they're going to be threatening. I don't think it was any kind of lapse of defensive responsibility or anything. Um, but Did anybody see the highlights afterwards? Was Antonio offside for his chance as well? I thought he was offside. No, no, no Robertson, he wasn't. Robertson. Oh, as, Robertson as per, Robertson. Ro- yeah, Robertson had just completely blown. We were kind yeah. of, they're, they're defending like right in the edge of the box. And Robertson, I think, went to go with, I forget, it was it was Sofal or it was uh, Ward Prowse. They were like double teaming on that side. And he went to like cover that, but just like ended up running behind. So, uh, yeah, Antonio was comfortably on side. That was probably their, it, you said the set piece because Ward Prowse or um, Bowen gets like a free he header. He sees that light as well. Yeah, is that what? And he just hits in the middle because that was by far their best chance and best header. But uh, it was just straight at Allison. But all the other ones were like, like then, like the, the Suchek header is a great header, and then it's a great save by Allison. I think that probably beats a lot of keepers. So it's a hell of a save. It's hell. Of oh, a it's save. unbelievable! Like in the first few minutes as well. So, uh, but yeah, that, that's just that's kind of our gimmick. You know, we have a world class keeper and. There used to be games when we first signed him where you never saw him at all. Like, do you remember, like, yeah, when eighteen, nineteen, when the defense was like kind of crazy good with like Van Dyke and Gomez and Matip at their peaks, respectively. Uh, yeah, Allison is is going to be needed in games, and yeah, he's fucking brilliant. So yeah, but um, yeah, we, it was it was only headers, and like I said, that Bowen one was the big one, and it, it's West Ham, it's set pieces, it's Ward Prowse, it's kind of. If you don't give up uh, some kind of chance of set pieces, it's kind of a freak. So, um, yeah, I think we'll we'll get into this. I suppose the six stuff um, and and what Josh thought of it as well. He, yeah, uh, I, I wanted to see like, Josh's perspective because he's more the um, I'd say the pragmatist <laughs> out I, of um, us all. I didn't manage to watch all of it because of dodgy streams and things, and just struggling to. to you mean it. you mean dodgy um, television providers and not you know illegal streams. Yeah, I had a perfect I mean... stream. I'll, I'll hook you up, Josh. I, I use my normal <laughs> one. And they've Because we're going to be relying on them this season with the Sunday 2pm kickoffs yeah. with Europa. So my stream, I think, failed maybe once in the whole 90 minutes. They were my man in the match. I'll uh, I'll check them with you later. But, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll I, put this bit off. I, I don't want um, to turn myself into a cliche, but I just thought it was all very fine. <laughs> was, it ab- was it absolutely fine, Josh? Uh, I wouldn't say absolutely fine because... Um, I, don't I need. I need to get like a sound effect for when you say fine. I don't think we set up particularly well for a team that is going to pump the ball into the box to just allow crosses into the box. But other than that, it was, um, yeah, fine. Much better than them. As Shane said, the attacking numbers look really good this season. Look very consistent as well. It's not like we're scrapping games when they they look even. Um, we are comfortably a better attacking team than every team we play. Um. I looked at the Arsenal-Tottenham game and thought, I don't see the same structural issues in our team as, as those two. With the as, fact as that Arsenal. Arsenal, I thought, were terrible against Tottenham. Absolutely ripped apart far too easily. To and be I fair, both, I, I haven't watched that. So. Both teams, I had it on the second screen. But it, both, teams, it very both teams lacked a midfield. I think we'll have a field day uh, on Saturday when we play Tottenham. Um, if they get it wrong, and I think I tweeted something about how we have to just, if we nail the transitions, we'll be fine there. I didn't mean to say that, actually. I mean, we'll be really good there. Um, <laughs> oh no, he's become self-aware. I was, um, the one the one thing that really irritated me about West Ham was uh, Van Dyke's defending for uh, Socek's chance when he goes to close down Ward Prowse rather than, you know, mark the big six foot three, four fella in the box. But other than that, didn't see loads wrong with things and probably could have scored a goal or two more and everyone would have walked away happy. So yeah, 3-1 was was, was the fair scoreline. West Ham did well, as they normally do in these sorts of games. They just... You got to remember they created three or four one-on-one chances against Man City, which they didn't create against us. Yeah. Um. So yeah, instead of judging ourselves against ourselves, let's maybe judge ourselves against teams that are you know we're coming up against this season. 
while we didn't create the volume of chances against uh, that Manchester City did, we we certainly had the, the a similar level of control, albeit um, letting a few at the other end. So yeah, nothing wrong with three points there at all. Sixteen from eighteen is great. Um, couldn't have asked for much more from the start we had, and the fact that the draw was away at Chelsea. You know, you, you take that. Yeah, really positive start and hopefully we can build on that um, both tonight in the League Cup and seeing a few more uh, younger faces and then, and then uh, you know, Tottenham at the weekend. Yeah, so one thing I wanted to point out, um, you mentioned Van Dijk's defending for the Socek chance. Are you going to um, say that was McAllister's fault for not picking up? No. I'm, I'm, All right. No, I, I, I was, I, it was more, um, I, I have some praise for Van Dijk. Um, predominantly this thing with her from set pieces, which seems like a very deliberate thing, where we're heading the ball back into the danger area rather than prioritising going for goal, which when you consider how many headers we win compared to how many headers we convert from corners makes sense. Um, you know, other than simply heading the ball the goal better. But I've just got some numbers quickly on Van Dijk because I thought Van Dijk from set pieces as well was fucking brilliant and is just both both defensive as well. First yeah. contact, he's just he's an absolute chico when it comes to set pieces, which is a get a part of his game which I think is just massively underrated. Um, so yeah. I've got in terms of expected goals assisted per ninety. Um, for players with over 297 minutes, he averages more than Anthony, James Ward-Prowse, uh, Saka, Foden, Enzo Fernandez, Aberi Eze, and Raheem Sterling, amongst others. Is that this season? That's this season. Um, well, and... Wait, how, how many games has he played? Because he's been banned. Uh, well, this is 297 right, 200, minutes. 297 minutes. So, so just over three games were. Okay. Um, is understat or it is understat, yeah. Oh, um, wait, yeah, because hang on, sorry, jeez, I hadn't even seen his numbers from the I never thought to look at his numbers from the West Ham game. Uh, he put up according over to one ex, uh, over one <laughs> expected goals one... assisted, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't seen that, and I, I, I forgot he had the big chance of his own that they're crediting him 0.41 xg, which is like 0.4 is usually like a big chance, like that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or or. Or more than like big chances get converted forty percent of the time, but uh, yeah, what there was a Jada one and what was the other one? There must have been another one in the I game. I think there was another one. He had the back into the box as well, like a block. It's for Nunez or someone. Yeah, um, and the only defenders with a higher expected goals per ninety than him with the same amount of minutes um, is Kieran Trippier, Pervis Estepinian, and Ita Kabore as well from um, Luton, who's actually looking quite good on the creative side of things on the right wing back. Um, and he he won a penalty as well, Kabore. So he yeah, so so yeah, he's he's creating a lot of opportunities <laughs> when he's on the pitch, and yeah, long may it continue. I think it's something that people need to keep an eye on. Um, but yeah, hopefully, I, I I think it's it's got to have come from the start, guys. Surely. It seems like uh, across, yeah, because headers are hard to score on their own. But if you head yeah. into a hard box, a header from there becomes a header, a flick on, or anything becomes it easier. Seems yeah. very marginal gainy. Um, so yeah, hats off to whoever seems to have um, ushered this in anyway. Um, Unless you know he's Pep Linders, then he can fuck off. I'd say one to one. No, I'm joking. Yeah, that was the joke. It's, it's, it's such a tiny sample that like maybe he was just. He wasn't feeling it that day, you know. Even though he's like got a great goal scoring. I think we were doing it. Were, were we not doing it against Lask as well? Was that Lask or was it another game? The last I, I, one was I, when Nunez had that chance where I just can't yes, it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good show. Yeah, so it, it's it's happening in multiple games with multiple players, which is why I picked it up. But I mean, maybe not. But we'll see. One to watch. Um, yeah, one to watch. Another player that. I was massively um, well impressed with was Darwin Nunez yet again. Yeah, um, he's just he looks so much better physically. He looks he, he looks ready now, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, we've got, we, we, we've got Cody Gapper on the bench. You know, it's 
you know, it's, it's the one thing I think we always struggled with was that downgrade mm. as a striking option, that Firmino to Origi. Yeah. Where as as a as a team, you could tell we wanted to rotate, and that it was always no because it's Firmino to Origi, and now you've got you know Nunes to Gakpo, Gakpo to Nunes, and arguably Jota out there as well, in there as well. Um, it's just so nice to have that. Um, that that headache. I mean, I'm I'd be very surprised if Gakpo didn't start tonight. Um, the difference is how they how they function as that as that role, and I do think Gakpo has to be better at causing that chaos in the defence. He's, He's very capable of it. Yeah, and is he? Because I I've noticed Nunes drops a lot deeper than he perhaps did when he was playing last year. He's he he is far more. Um, he is far better in possession, but he 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 balances it well with that. You know, right? Let's get him behind. Let's let's race him behind. Let's stretch them. Whereas I think Gakpo perhaps is more seventy thirty with that dropping deep and uh, probably needs to to balance that a little bit more. But it's just a, it's just a nice thing to have, and I do think Nunez has done a very good job in a very short space of time in terms of changing that conversation as to who that starting number nine is because three or four weeks ago it was it was quite clearly Cody Gakpo and Nunes had a lot to do and it looks like he's done a lot in that short space of time to, to change the narrative there in terms of who is the more reliable who is the more efficient and who is you know the more dangerous in that role I mean yeah Nunes was fifth wasn't Nunes was fifth choice basically to start the season and like even in Klopp's kind of uh selections he was but I think it probably like under it probably undersells a little bit. Like we're talking about, oh, Nunez just needed the year to settle in. Like Akpo hasn't even been here a full year, and he's yeah, been yeah. doing this kind of this. You know, he's he's had to do if he had to do the fucking center mid role, which was just like an emergency thing that didn't work at the start of this season. And then before that, he was like, because when we signed him, I hadn't a clue what the plan was with him. I was like, oh, he's a he's another left winger. Great, we have we only had three guys who can play there. Uh, and he like kind of does this half decent Firmino impression, and he including like the bits of Firmino where he maybe goes missing for half a game. But uh, yeah, like it, it, I said, Josh, it's like it's kind of unprecedented depth that we've had that we got away with basically with Firmino, Mane, and Salah the the glory days because the three of them just had like insane. They, they just never missed football. They just always played, and they're always brilliant. So um, we're we're kind of more normal, and like it's. Kind of like a contrast to you're saying like Arsenal, who what their front three is like Jesus, Martinelli, Saka, but you don't get like the same sense of threat at all. Maybe they supplement it better with like Odegaard kind of playing behind them, but yeah, just we 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 have such quality in attack, and they're all going to take turns to go in and out of form. There there'll be injuries inevitably, but um, yeah, just just having that kind of and I think there's unreal depth in midfield as well, which we can probably. Get into as well, but um... <laughs> wait until you see who started right back tonight. Such a such. Oh, breaking Curtis news. Jones. What? what? Yeah. What? He's captain. I, I was, oh I was going. God. Why is he starting? He's. I, I was going to hope we were going to talk about him because he's like. I wouldn't be. Uh, I wouldn't be dropping him from the league team anytime soon at is all. That, is that potentially pra- him practicing? A, you know, playing in possession as a six whilst also playing at right back, fitting him in. Well, he was the most it. advanced, I thought, for most of the game against uh, against West Ham. I thought Sabozlai was doing the thing that I talked about before, where I like he was. I he almost was thought it was more. a double pivot. To be honest, that's how deep Sabozlai yeah, so was. I, I did too, like because McAllister, because um, McAllister's first half, you know, we, we touched on it. Uh, I was like, geez, if he doesn't, if McAllister doesn't kind of pull this first half back here, which he did, he was. I thought he was really good in the second half, in and out of possession. He gets the assists for the breakthrough goal and. He, he wins the ball well, um, including that kind of mad challenge he made on Bowen in the box. But it worked, so you know he got away with it. Like he got the ball, but it was kind of a kind of a wild challenge to make, considering. But um, yeah, the, the first half, it's like, geez, it's not really clicking with McAllister here. And technically, even though he's only twenty four, he's like, if you don't count Thiago and Endo, because who knows how much they're going to play this season. McAllister was kind of the senior man, at least in terms of age in that midfield. But like Sabozlai and Jones were the ones uh, really running it. But yeah, it was double pivoty, which I think is what we've been asking for. Mm. And it's been good to see. And it's nice 
what, what are, like like obviously Savas is just like physical freak as well as like his technical things, but um yeah, uh, Jones was like Jones like physically as well looks fucking great these days. I never knew how fast he was. Jones himself is like it can run like fuck. <laughs> yeah, and the acceleration out of Jones now as well, either when it's in the press or more so out of possession, he can like really fly up on someone and like, you know, kind of trigger like a good press out of the team. But um yeah, they just seem to be kind of sensible, taking turns, just there was two guys in there. It wasn't like lone six stuff, you know, not too much, which kind of worked for us and helped keep West Ham out of our box, albeit, you know, they had the crosses to, to kind of create those half chances. Um, but, yeah, it's I think it's slowly kind of coming together. And, and like I said, Saturday, was it's like, it's like it was just kind of continuation of a lot of stuff this season, but like a kind of a positive way. You know, the defensive issues were better than what we've seen. There's still some. It's not perfect, but attack is still firing. And I did think McAllister's pass was meant for Salah. I don't know if you guys kind of saw that, because he... He never looks at Nunez once. He he's just kind of looking at Salah the whole time. But Nunez like makes it a goal with his great run and finish. But uh, um, I am going to pretend that it was a no look pass, and I will it's not be Alonso taking any arguments to the contrary. It's Chabi Alonso at Sunderland because you know you have to like really dig into it. And be like he never once looks upfield in that direction <laughs> once. You know, and it's just like oh, but he's this great player. You know, like, of course he meant it. So it's like yeah, you just. You kind of take. I was happy for him because, like I said, he really his career hasn't. It's been it's it's been short lived, but um, it's been more kind of adversity. None of it, not really his fault. You know, there's been playing out of position and coming back from international duty and stuff like that. But um, yeah, Jones, I thought was like really excellent, and I would really want to see that midfield three starting again uh, at Spurs. I guess we'll get into the preview of that eventually as we kind of cover this. League Cup game that's literally about to start, but that's why I'm really surprised and not happy he's got the armband, but not thrilled to see that he's playing tonight because I would want him for Spurs, especially against their high energy team. Yeah, well, there's the, the there is the possibility that Endo plays there, but the way the um, the clubs released the starting eleven, it does look like it's Jones there. Which, to be honest, given the role, wouldn't shock me if he did the job there. But uh, why um, why this game? Yeah. Yeah, but McAllister, I think the only problem is, for me, I just hope he doesn't get caught in possession against Spurs. He does have that Thiago kind of tendency to get caught. Um, which maybe when we come up against Spurs, he'll have that on his mind and be a bit more reserved with the ball. Um, but I guess that that's yet to be seen. Um, I mean, we can talk about the Leicester game, John, and talk about the Leicester game, or we can move straight on to Tottenham. We can read out. We might as well read out the eleven. You know, we're fucking we're, we're recording it live as it's going. So it's Keller and goals, great. Uh, Jones yeah. nominally at right back. You know, I'm not. Why not? Why like Mike Stitch is there on the bench? So I'm hoping it's just an issue. To, well, not, not hope Mike is an issue, but I'd like. Why not just start Mike Stitch? But um, Kanate, Kwanza, Simikas, Endo, Gravenberg, Elliot, Doak. Jada Gakpo, like yeah, like I like if there's no other like forwards that young forwards that we have alongside Doak, um, that's pretty much I think what we all would have liked to have seen. And uh, by Stitch for Jones, the only one, but yeah, it's a it's a nice team, and hopefully they they win and and earn themselves another opportunity to to play more. So who are you most excited to see tonight then out of that team? Um. Personally, Gravenberg because I thought he actually looked pretty good when he came off the bench, albeit for what five ten minutes against West Ham. Um, I'm, I'm, oh, the the minutes I've seen of him, I've just been shocked by how quick he is. Yeah, in all honesty, like, we can talk rapid. about Lask as well, technically, can't we? Because because we only did a preview for Lask, so mm. he was probably the most interesting thing to to come out of that game. Very yeah. attack minded as well. Like, yeah, he's. I know what you mean. Like he's like I was shocked that he's like how much of a runner he is. I thought we were getting kind of a, and I know it's why you were nominally against the sign and that like it was kind of another silky eight. You know he's he's going to do this, and but we thought he might be like a project six potentially just because well, people made the Pogba comparisons, didn't they? And you know Paul Pogba's style. Pogba's never run like that in his life. The way yeah, the way Grant not to go all like, um... running through yeah. 
not to go all too nasty here, but like, yeah, <laughs> I've never seen Panzer like that before. Pogba um, doesn't play with that urgency that he played with. Yeah, Pogba's everything's like kind of it's very methodical and as brilliant as a player he was, it was quite slow. And don't get me wrong, he had the ability to play quicker, but he just didn't seem to. Um, but yeah, Josh, are you looking forward to seeing tonight? Probably I'd Enzo. Probably, I'd, I'd, I'd have probably said Gravin Birch as well, to oh, be honest. But, not um, Enzo. Enzo. No, but Doak, you know, against the championship team, might have more um, luck than he did against Lask. So, yeah, Let's see how Doak does. He, yeah, he, he was decent against Lask. He's, he's just such a pain in the ass when he gets you in the box. Like, you just do not want him rolling that you in the box. Seems to beat the man for days, but. I think he should, yeah, he needs to work on when defenders get tight further away from goal. Um, he had very little that. success against Lask, but at the same time, it was very encouraging how he just keeps going. He's got kind of, if we're going to do like a Raheem Sterling kind of comparison in terms, of, you know, like this young phenom winger of like, if, you know, like anytime we played against City and like you hate seeing Sterling out wide getting the ball and just carrying it and running at your you know just backing your full back up into the box like you're saying you know it's just a nuisance um so it's great that he like keeps going with, with that and yeah it'll be it'll be good to see i wonder what the leicester team is actually because i think they have like I'm a looking very at it now it's, it's fairly strong juice beholds on the bench mavadidi's on the bench winks is on the bench they'll be up against uh oh yeah you up against james justin so that's like did he have another acl or something but uh, he's obviously back did. now um, but if if, if he's if he's in any way because he's like proper Premier League uh, level quality player, um, Premier League team kind of looking at it a real part of it anyway. Um, Look like Jones or Endo is coming up against Mark Albrighton. How the fuck is he still getting style lineups? Fuck me. Um, but yeah, that, that's a good bench for a championship side. Vestergaard, Winks, and DD. Navadidi and Daka. There must be some wage bill they have as well. They've got like this got Ricardo Pereira, like what like him in the championship. That's I know he's another poor ACL guy. Um he looked like one of the best right backs in the Premier League in his in his pomp. Uh but yeah, make a show of Connor Cody anyways, that's for sure. Let's let's No let's, Jamie. Eyes in the prize here. Um as well. But anyway, we could probably move on to Tottenham. That's the more pressing um, matter, I think. Well, the more important matter. Um, Shane, you said you watched the game against Arsenal. How confident are you on the back of it? Because it seemed like a fairly good performance, to be fair. Uh, by watch now, like I said, I had it on a smaller screen. Uh I had the I had the Liverpool one on my main one. That was obviously my main focus because it was it was always a live game, you know. Even at three one, you kind of you had to see it out. But yeah, any time I looked at it, it was just typical North London derby kind of stuff, where it's like we'll attack, you attack, we'll attack, you attack. Even though like Ange is like the most progressive manager Spurs have had in forever. But um, yeah, watching from what I saw and then watching the highlights, like Spurs, Spurs are good and they're a threat. Uh, I think them and Brighton, because they're the two we have now before this next international break. I think, I kind of said all along, I fancy us to put up goals or to get chances against them, and we just kind of have to take them. I suspect they'll get chances against us as well. And they played through Arsenal really nicely when you watch the the highlights, you know, like building out at the back, like uh, Poro, they've got Poro kind of coming in doing like the inverted fullback thing, and he looks quite good at it. Uh, Udagi looks like a good player. He, he does the same thing. It's like they fly forward. Son is kind of reinvigorated now as a striker. Madison is, is has been really good for them. And you know, like you were saying about McAllister, is is could be a press target. Like you know, they they nick it off. I mean, it's so poor from Jorginho, but and um, you know, they they literally get a goal out of that. Uh, yeah, the, the, the main the main Madison McAllister problem. Yeah, the main McAllister problem for me is Madison. Who I mean, isn't he? Didn't look very good. <laughs> pretty yeah, badly. He's fit, fit actually. Yeah, I don't know because that'd uh, be I'd, a huge I'd... boost for us if he's now. They seem confident that he'll be fit, but I mean, even if he is, um, Sar and Basuma 
we've, all, we've, 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 we've talked about dribblers and Basuma is one of the better dribblers through midfield in the league and Saar is really quick um, getting the ball out it's it's in and gone um, and he's, he's past you as well um, when that's gone so the midfield battle concerns me um, a bit um, obviously they don't have Kane anymore but um, it, they've started is it Solomon and Kulosevsky on the sides Kulosevsky always seems to have a good game against us um, Son up front I mean we'll see I, I think the team against Leicester makes it look as though Gomez might start right back in Matip again um, which yeah, it's interesting uh, to see is, is it going to be Jones because Jones didn't I don't think he, he didn't play at all in last did he so um, maybe they're looking at giving him three well it'll be three starts in six days do you know it's like mm. That's why I'm like, what? What's the plan for the for the weekend? I'm really. That's why I'm still really like. Bajcic is there on the bench. I don't. Uh, maybe Bajcic. Yeah, like you could throw Bajcic in for Spurs, and I'd say, yeah, okay, go on. Like he's he's played bigger games, you know. So I do um, fancy us on the front foot. I, I fancy the attack, um, especially Nunez. He, he had a bit of a jolly up against them last season as well, um, as did Salah. Um, but yeah, Josh, what are your what are your thoughts and feelings? I think it we will benefit from being maybe slightly more pragmatic. Um, as I said, Tottenham are very very open on the on the transition, uh, and you know we could have a field day there. Um, but it's all about staying focused and staying concentrated. If we do that, I think we'll be okay. I don't think Tottenham are the most unpredictable team. In the way that if you watch any game they've played, they will probably do a very similar each week. So they're almost a an analyst's dream when you've got players that are as as good or maybe better than theirs. The fact that you, you you're not going to expect many surprises from them, and I think when we play against teams where you don't expect many surprises, we look pretty good. It's when we're having to react after twenty minutes to a team changing, and that's that's where we struggle. So I don't worry about that. Um, it was a good game on Sunday. Both teams, I think the draw was a fair result, but both teams, as I said, very open in midfield. So if Liverpool can prioritise that, locking the midfield down and, and, and keeping things simple when we need to, and you know maybe go a bit more direct when we need to, and try and exploit the space that will be left in behind, we've got a really good chance. And you know we are riding a bit of a wave here. Uh, Tottenham have looked good, but have, as I said, looked open and and look like they can see goals. So really good chance for us win that game and you know you can kind of put all your your eggs in the Brighton basket to 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 have another really really good mini mini burst before before another break so I'm confident we're going to win I'm confident that the attackers as we've said will fire it looks very much geared towards the Diaz Nunez Salah front three again with the way uh, this team tonight has been released uh, and it certainly seems like a game for for Dominic Sabozlai to to run and dictate. Yeah, it, it it really could be the coming out party for Sabozlai because I think quite a few people have pointed out we haven't been televised much this season. So people have just probably seen Liverpool fans raving about Sabozlai, and I, I've had Arsenal mutuals and and others kind of still thinking he's some kind of number ten who can't play in any other phase and he's been anything but since he's come to Liverpool. So it could be. I hope it is. Um, I'm excited for Gary Neville to for Gary Neville's reactions like he's like he's a serious player. I can't do the Gary Neville voice, but you know he's like they'll 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 just be like he's a serious player him. Do you know like as like all the commentators who've commentated on our stuff this season um you know, like on the random channels, they're like every commentator. They watch him if it's their first time seeing him for like five minutes. They're just like, they're like, oh yeah, he's he's a player. <laughs> like, because uh, because I've been able to see the Liverpool three PM games on Irish TV, um, and like, because uh, <laughs> Neil Lennon, I don't know did you see I tweeted at the time, um, because they were they were talking about his performance. It was some home game at three PM. Who do we play at home at three PM this season? Uh, Villa, Bournemouth, 
Oh and I, I remember, like he like he took over the game in the second half when McAllister yeah. got sent off, and he was brilliant. And they were like kind of talking about him. They're touching on him. They're like Neil Lenthal is brilliant, and Damien Delaney is like the other main point. They're like, oh yeah, he's been he's been very good. And then he came on. Supposedly, actually got a quick interview with Irish uh, Irish like TV, and uh, he like he's kind of if you've ever seen his interviews, he's quite kind of laid back and cool. <laughs> and he let it goes. And, and then, like his Northern Irish, he's like, "Oh, jeez, a good-looking boy as well. He's got a lot going for him." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, he's he's a complete package." But yeah, I'd say it could be a kind of prime time slot against Spurs. Um, could be a mad transition game. So again, his his legs, as much as his quality, is going to be useful as ever. And uh, yeah, could be could be a big game. From like I said, it'll be be interesting to see who the third body is alongside him and. Uh, him and uh, McAllister if Jones doesn't come off early tonight, but um, yeah, I, I, I would anyone be surprised if it's just like a mad like it, like the most likely outcome is it's just like a mad shootout and uh, Nunes will get chances, Salah will get chances, and it's just like yeah, if we can take more of our chances, then someone like Son who's like just a after a season off last season, he's back to like cheating the absolute hell out of XG. You know, he just gets one big chance, one goal, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, they're probably, they're probably really looking forward to the, silly, the game, but I'm, I'm still really looking forward to it. That's some finish against Arsenal, the second goal. He just made that look so, so, yeah, it was sick. Wasn't it was just, it? Just, it was just like, it's fucking, it's a, it's a derby. It's probably the biggest derby in a while. Um, Mind you, I think they had that scrap for fourth, but you know what I mean. You know, it, it, it's the start of the end era. Up, yeah. Um, and he, he just, just passed it. He just passed it in when he, he he normally sweeps them home, but that was just like he just passed it. Yeah, he just passed the pass right. It was just like what? Yeah, just made you made it look far too easy there. That, that was Saliba failing the the Van Dyke test as well. You know, mm. for this like. You've got two Spurs players running through at your two-on-one. Uh, the guy with the ball is so desperate to lay it off the sun. Like, you know, like Madison didn't, like, like Madison, you know, never shot shooting, but all he wanted to do was pass the sun. And Saliba just, like, I guess, fair enough, it, it's probably easier to show the pass to, to, to or to, to allow Sissoko to have a shot than Madison. But, yeah, uh, had Saliba got an XG calculator in his head, Perhaps he would have been able to calculate that. Yeah, don't let human son take a take a chance from from six yards out. Yeah, you can have yeah, it even. He, he hasn't quite awesome. had that upgrade yet, has he? Yeah, just give it to the most no, soft, player software. the Premier League has ever seen, and yeah, just let yeah. him. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't he needs that software update? But um, yeah, it'll be. It'll probably there's gonna be there's gonna be periods of that game where we're gonna be uncomfortable and. Especially if we go behind first, which you know, if we have another slow first half, we could be bitching again. It, it'll be interesting to see. Do Spurs, um, do Spurs like wilt, as like seemingly every other team has against us in the second half this season? Uh, yeah, that's weird, Anna. It's like it has been a very recurring theme. I, I was thinking about that, and I was just like. I was like, oh, geez, yeah, it's great. Like, uh, Linders has, Linders' intensity is back. He's he's fixed the fitness. I was like, it is literally just, we've replaced the, the cadavers we had in midfield. And like, because like, like you were talking about, about like, like, imagine playing against him. Like, like in a 90 a minute, he'll just like do some absurd sprint, like Jones as well. Like, you know, like, it's no wonder teams like, Bournemouth was weird because they literally punched themselves out after 10 minutes, but... Other teams, like, yeah, in the second half. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens with Spurs because I think they'll have options off the bench, even if they're not, like, high-quality ones. And it seems to... He's getting more He's getting more out of them. Kind of, they're more than some of their parts at the moment. So, um, yeah, it'll be... It, it could be a big game for subs as well. Um, but, yeah, really looking forward to it. One, one reoccurring theme I've heard in the commentary after the Arsenal-Tottenham game is that Arsenal punched themselves out after about half an hour. Um, I heard that, yeah. I certainly don't think we're going to do that. Um, our pressing numbers do seem to have dropped off a bit, though. The pass, passes per defensive action. I think we're like eighth in the league. Um, yeah. In terms of that. So maybe we're just being a bit smarter with the press. Um, um, uh, yeah, I've... 
I think it, a lot does depend on whether whether or not Madison plays to see whether. Who or was not. top of that? Who was like? Who were the best, uh, the uh, highest rated teams? Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal. but I think we might be seeing the the effects of that because they are suddenly getting a lot of injuries, struggling to create, struggling to see games out. In, t- in terms of fitness, anyway. Um, obviously, you got a bit of a lucky break against United, but. Um, you know, John McKenzie, the, the Toothful guy, he was saying that, like, he, he watched it back and he thinks that, like, Arsenal are the best team out of possession in the league or the world at the moment, but not unrelated. They're. I don't know what it is. Like, they're. I think Odegaard said it after the game. He, or I think it was Odegaard said that they had trouble. They were they're out of, out of possession. They were really good. They were intense, and then they had they had trouble switching to like once you win the ball back. Okay, now it's time to be cool and pick your pass and stuff like that. They were having mm-hmm. trouble with that, but um, yeah, creating chances definitely not our problem. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to see Tiny Shrek, Mickey Van de Ven. Uh, I don't know if he's very good. Um, but he's quick. Yeah, he's qu- he's quick, so him him and Nunes can have a freak off. But um, yeah, it'll. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Like we could probably throw in a prediction if we've if we've talked around it enough. Yeah, well, I mean, Josh, what's your prediction for um, the your mate Pep and um, I'm leading the the Bobby Reds tonight? Oh, am I doing? Are we doing Leicester as well? As well. Why not? Um, we, with the team's very... out as well, so we haven't got that issue. <laughs> I'm going to go very on-brand and say 3-1. Um, Gagpo. Shane? Uh, I'd love nothing more than another penalty shootout in Jota taunting their fans. Um, I think we should be blowing them away, though, with that team. So, God, he took 3-1, didn't he? <laughs> I'd say... He can still do 3-1. I'd say 4-1 and Jota again because I, I want to see Jota celebrate in front of uh, Leicester's lovely travelling fans. I will say 2-0 and I will say Jota, yeah. Just pure copium. Jota. Um, Ars- at Arsenal, Tottenham. Um, I guess I'll go first because I went last last time. This sounds ridiculously optimistic, but I'm going to go three one, <laughs> um, and I'm going to go Nunez three one. Anybody want to take the mantle? Uh, Say three two. Uh, oh, three two. Yeah, three two, and totally. Um, yeah, I you can see Nunez getting chances, can't you? Um, I'll say three two Nunes if I'm allowed to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go four two Salah. Goals. Well, Salah can Salah's remembered how to convert penalties again, so that's like really good for our season. Say that, fucking hell! It was the same penalty he takes it over and over again. It's just that it went the other way. It's a little bit higher. It's a little bit higher. But yeah, it was just fucking. Well, I saw him. Well, I saw him with the ball, and literally said, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Do you remember when he first started taking penalties? I was like, "Jesus, his technique is terrible. All he does is blast it, and he just went on like an insane run of never missing." And then maybe like it's kind of maybe he's regressed a little bit over the last while. He used but... to put it in the corners a bit more. Yeah. Well, speaking I, of Spurs, like 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 German has won against Spurs in the final. Yeah, uh, it was it was like straight at Lloris, perfect yeah. height, but he hit it at such supersonic fucking speed that like <laughs> Lloris didn't even see it. Like so, yeah. Also, you know, Lloris. Yes, also Hugo Lloris. That's uh, one that I've been really impressed with. Is is Vicario? What was that? Oh, I was gonna say yeah, yeah. What you, I was gonna? What do you think of their keeper, Vicario? I, I, my thing with goalkeepers, and I'll. I'll Say this every single time. Got to be at least six three. Is he? Yeah, big boy. Skinny though, isn't he? Yeah, they're the giving up a bit. Um, he's got that Courtois frame. I don't think he has. Does he? 
He's kind of more. He's kind of gangly. Like yeah, like Courtois. Courtois. Courtois skinny, but Courtois like six foot eight or something. Courtois a freak. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, okay. He's like scaled down Courtois then. Kind of looks um, like me, like. And he kind of like he's, he's a little hunched as well. Do you know? He, he like he he doesn't look very convincing on the ball. I don't think. No, he doesn't look very convincing on the ball, and that's what Tottenham gave up. But they've given he, their own. Does he sit on his? Ball. Does he sit on his line? Because he, like, he made good saves against Arsenal. No, no, prior, no. Prior to that, I wasn't. I wasn't at all convinced by him. Uh, prior to the saves he made against Arsenal. No, I like the look of him. Um, he's better than Lloris, but like that wasn't hard. I just prefer bigger goalkeepers because they just simply put to get into things that small they goalkeepers feel more than get into. About it, Dave. Well, literally, yeah. Is is Raya? Raya is probably smaller than Ramsdale, isn't he? Like skinnier, but yeah, he's a far I, better goalkeeper. Yeah, um, I do think people were going a bit over the top on the save this weekend. Which one? Um, the one where they cut it back to Brennan Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one of them where it's, it's like, doesn't get back. yeah, and it's one of them where you're like, how have you missed that? Not how have you saved that for me? Um, yeah. I, if you're not getting back, it's because your footwork is because you're a fucking lump, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, maybe in comparison to Ramsdale, that's like an earth shattering kind of saving. Maybe we're spoiled because we've had Allison for as long as we have, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think he's tore any trees up put it that way in this time and goal Raya um, funnily enough I listened to the second captain's podcast after you mentioned it the other day Shane oh yeah um, and they were mentioning they made a very valid point about his long ball accuracy and you know who he was hitting those long balls to he's them to Ivan Tony yeah yeah and Brentford are really regimented when it comes to set pieces and you know, they drill goal. You know, for a fact, they drill goal kicks. Like you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like that is he, a science. He is, he is excellent on the ball, though, Raya. Like from what He's I see. He's good, yeah. But I, I think, I think Ramsdale is very good on the ball as well. Um, I think Raya's clear. I think Raya's better, but I don't think it's night and day different. Um, I don't know. For me, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like said, might, I don't know. I feel like it might be so an unnecessary discord within the ranks. Maybe. Um, I mean, the reaction to what Carragher said was fucking hilarious. Like, do you think Carragher's that out of order for saying what he said? Carragher is a prick. Like we, like we need to, like Carragher. Yeah, do, you, do you think it was that bad what he said? Like, I don't think no. it was that bad. You know the clip because I think it was the clip that Ramsdale dad responded to. I think it was like actually it was after the game. It wasn't the live one. And Carragher is like, if you listen to the whole clip, it's only like ten seconds or whatever. But you know he's like, oh yeah, it's like someone clapping at the Oscars. This is Ramsdale clapping for Ryan making a save. And then and then like the clip ends and Carragher goes, ah no, but I'm sure he's devastated. Ha ha ha. He's like, like, like if it's not a clip of Carragher with Schmeichel as well, I like Schmeichel's a fucking prick, but like. Carragher just like on Twitter as well. Do you know when he has the spats and never like he just takes. Oh, he comes in two footed. Oh Oh, yeah, too like he never like there's just no chill with him whatsoever. He just it like him as kind of him as a player. He wasn't like super narky Carragher. You know he wasn't like mouthy to opponents. Uh, He was mouthy to his teammates, but as a player he wasn't like fucking. uh, He wasn't like Gary Medell. You know he wasn't anything like that. He 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 killed Nani that one time, but. He he kind of kept to himself. I always saw on the pitch character, you know, he he'd lunge into stuff and he he didn't shirk. He never shirked tackle, but yeah, like as as a pundit, he does just go looking for this stuff. So it was a bit uh, performance of that. Yeah, definitely. What are you clapping above your head for? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, the clapping was like so fucking. I, that, that's got to be better than having. Do you remember what Jens Lehmann was like? Maybe you guys don't remember. Do you remember Josh Jens Lehmann and Almunia? And Not and uh, Lehman got dropped for Almunia, and apparently he was just like a fucking prick, <laughs> you know, because that's what that's what that's what Lehman was, and he was the exact same with Oliver Kahn in the German national team. He would just be like, like if they're walking past, like you know, they're they're teammates. You know, the way goalkeepers are now, like they 
they train together and they drill together. But like Layman, like wouldn't look at them. He wouldn't talk to them. <laughs> he, he's like oh, one step removed from like he, like if he if he crossed them in like the cafeteria, he was like one step away from like hitting them a shoulder. You know, just like <laughs> so. Like I like that's gotta be better. But like uh, yeah, uh, thank God we don't have that problem. There's a very clear hierarchy at our club, even though people do wonder why Kelleher hasn't moved on. But not a chance for him tonight. Yeah, another chance. I mean, J- Josh was defending Keller in the group chat against Lask. I wasn't particularly happy. With the goal? With the goal, yeah. Fuck off, will you? <laughs> I, think, I, think I, I think I said that in the group chat as well, didn't I? I said, fuck off, Dave. <laughs> Are you joking me? No to, be fair, no, to be fair, what I said was Alistair would see that. Which I think he probably would. I don't know if he would. Like Allison does concede goals. Yeah, like, no, I've seen goals. I've seen Allison pass the ball to Phil Foden twice in a game. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. it happens. Yeah, no, it, yeah, but I, I mean listen, this is off the back of the four four against Southampton where I don't think Keller covered himself in glory either. His one bad what happens like, is what happens like, when you wheel him out for his tribute game rather than, you know, <laughs> playing him. Yeah, I don't know. I think he gets praised for making really basic saves that Adrian wouldn't make. But... <laughs> yeah, Adrian wouldn't, exactly. But but that's not the standard, is it? I, Alison isn't either, but like... I don't know, I mean... It's, it's a mad thing. you're better than Woody from fucking Toy Story, is that like the standard we're going like, for? Li- literally, genuinely, apart from that, like the 4-4 was bad from Kelleher. And I would challenge you and say his last bad game before that 4-4 was another game where he conceded four, or was it five? He, where, awesome. You remember the League Cup game, the 5-5 with Arsenal? And that was literally fucking 2019. He kept, he kept shoveling them towards the opposition to tap into an empty net. It's like, or if yeah. the ball was going through. Cheers, like, Queeve. Good. But like, that was like his first. That was like one of the first time. And people were like, oh, not sold him at all. And I was like, yeah, I don't blame you looking at him. But like for three years, he consistently... Remember, he, he would come in and play at like Stamford Bridge in a league game on short notice and like he played the League Cup final um, like making big saves in big moments to keep the team in contention for trophies whether it was like a cup final or like I, I said a big, a big league just missing the goal as well like that was Dave you're a son of a bitch <laughs> but like no seriously like, can you name a bad game that Kelleher had in between those two, to be fair, the few and far between, I wouldn't say bad, but I would say is fine. I think he's fine most of the time. Well, like how, how many number twos were better Literally than? Like, I know job. we're saying he should move them. Like who who who? What number twos are better than them? Um, what number twos. Are, what number twos are as good as their starting goalkeeper? Exactly. And and I'm not. I've just said Allison isn't the standard, but what. I, Listen, I, I just think... Oh, you said Alisson isn't the standard, but also Alisson would have saved that. <laughs> yeah, well... That, so, well, you directly Alisson, okay, well, Alisson, okay, if he wants to be number one, then Alisson is the standard, which is why he isn't number one. So I was kind of good at, Alisson, I was kinda good at Kelleher didn't go to Brighton. I thought Brighton was like a dream he move. And, and Brentford as well. Yeah, Brighton and Brentford, like he... He honestly, like, he would have been, I think so. Because they've, they've bought, like, Brentford have bought Flecken, who looks fucking shit. As, as someone who has him in my fantasy team, and I watched them play against Ireland for the Dutch, he is, he is not good. And for Brogan, literally just, did you see the goal he gave away? The Rose weekend? the ball. <laughs> and like I said, Jason Seal is like, Jason Seal's in the team because he's good with the ball, but I also don't think, he, he can't make a save either. And you, I know you really don't like Jason Seal, Dave. He's about five foot eight, so. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, um, I, I, it's a shame though. I think he's and is he? He's still has, he's under contract to like twenty twenty six as well. So hopefully some clubs get desperate and give us a decent fee. And that's said, like I hope I hope for a good performance for him, just for for him and for the club and for for everyone. But um, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not like wishing bad things or anything. Like I wish him the best in his career. I wish him the best whilst he's at the club. I just think maybe not as good as people make him out to be and that's it and that's it and that's fine because he's a backup but I'll admit I go OTT with backup keepers though because there was a time I'm pretty sure on this podcast where I called 
before before it really went set with Adrian, I'm pretty sure I called Adrian the best backup goalkeeper the club had ever had. <laughs> not that that was not that that was like because I think I even said at the time like that's not saying anything because I've seen like some shite in our time like you know like not even like Bogdan like uh, we're we're talking like Charles Atanje Diego Cavalieri in the 2000s like you know we've seen some shite and I was basing off Adrian basically coming in and like helping us win the Super Cup and then. Do you remember, like, at the start of the league winning season, like, overall, he did fine. Even that one game where he kicks it to Danny Ings, he'd actually saved two big chances earlier in that game. But that's all that people remember. He's, but then, goals, but he's weird. Yeah, then... How many goals and he can be shit? Madrid is just like... Like, yeah, it's just like this fucking absolute tragedy and he's you just never want to see the sight of him ever since because he was bad against Chelsea in the Cup before that as well. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. Yeah. But anyway, my thoughts go out to me dad tonight who managed to get a ticket for the match and has a weird, um, very scout dad agenda against Curtis Jones because he's going to see Curtis Jones captain Liverpool. <laughs> um, so that's going to be fun. But anyway, um, better wrap up because Shane has kids and that and Josh has a life and that. Kid, singular, plural. Well, yeah. or sorry, singular, not plural. Um, but yeah it's um, it's been a good chat we'll be back next week we are home against USG on Thursday Um, after this well when you listen to this it'll be after the Leicester game so hopefully we're into the pot for the next round and we get an away game for non-selfish reasons very quickly before the wrap up very quickly Either now or before we beat Spurs, do you think we're in a title race? No. No, still no, Josh. No. Not, not quite. If we get four, if we get even four points from these next two, and I don't know if you've seen the next four we have between the final international breaks, uh, we four like super winnable games. So, yeah, like if you get four points from these, are you? Like City, City might drop points without Rodri. I was one of the very sceptical people in 2013-14 who probably didn't think we could do it until the City game. So that's like... You, you said yeah. you could leave back then, Dave. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm I old I say let's enjoy it without thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, what yeah, I'm right, doing at the minute, yeah. Yeah, like before... Like, because we even even last season wasn't really a respite because it was so fucking miserable. So well, we've been talking uh, about the Europa League as an amazing respite, and we, you know, it's just we can go and enjoy watching the kids play. Well, Dave spends the whole Europa game just like bitching about the saves Allison would have made. So I guess like that's not even coming to fruition <laughs> either, is it? So yeah, pardon goalkeepers. Goalkeepers are a very um, specific kind of subject for me. Um, but yeah, let's just enjoy the ride. Well, yeah, um, I, I, let's let's say if we if we win again, I'll be looking forward to getting back on here and chatting more shit about them, as I'm sure. The expectation was top four, wasn't it, going into the season? Well, the hope. But you don't even need even expectation. Can it be top five though? So or you can just. No, I can. Yeah, depend depends how the um the other English teams do. Which looking at United and who's the other team? I, I'm not even thinking top four now because like because I th- I feel like. You could get second place with eighty points, and I, I think at this stage I'd be slightly disappointed with eighty points. I'd be wanting like there's that anti rap meme of like, would you take eighty four points? And it's like, I think I barely would at this stage if we keep winning. Um, I, I want like eighty five points minimum, and that might get us nowhere near a title. But um, I just really want to win. Oh no, it doesn't even matter next year, does it? I was going to say I really want to win the Europa League for seed than the Champions League, but it's that different format next year. So, oh Jesus, yeah. Doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, we're I think, so I think what, we'll be we'll, we'll be the eleventh seed out of thirty six teams or whatever the fuck. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter anyway. Because you play two of each seed. So. It doesn't matter because football's dying. So, yeah. it looks cool. Well, it, it can't be much. Like I was gonna say, it can't be much worse than the current group stage because that's been a snore fest forever. But you can't. Well, you can't. If it can? You can't drop into the uh, competition below now from next year. Yeah, you're out, you're and you out. might have an extra two-legged tie as well. There's a round of 32. Yeah. 
let's qualify for it first, sure, and we'll. Well, well it's, it's the it's the same for each competition. So. Oh, they're they're scrapping the whole groups of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, conference and Europa do the same as the Champions League. So it's more yeah. gay as well. Fun. Future uh, now. Anyway, we'll be back next week. It's um, as ever leave some ratings that'll be much appreciated if you can follow us on twitter at top Red podcast that would also be much appreciated we've actually got a few more followers given the fact that we've got about 80 um so that's nice to see so yeah um if you can keep on sharing recommending all that fun stuff again that'll be very nice but yeah it's been emotional so long 